all smart cookies know this. It's only a two minute conversation that you have with every client and it's going to solve your problem and make you super smart and really build trust with your client. If you haven't done that yet, just start doing this. It is going to up your game. And if you don't do this, you're not allowed to call yourself a smart cookie. I'm throwing down the gauntlet. Yes, you're not really a smart cookie. Always ask why. Why is this the way it is? The whole goal is to rise the industry, to grow it. Yeah, don't worry about giving us credit, guys. We're not here for that. If it grows the industry, that's what makes me happy. When you first said it, I was going to hang up. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a race you want to win. Yeah, you're going to lose because it'll be too cheap. You'll be working for, like, McDonald's money. Otto, Mitter, Andre, show from Elibana. Thank you so much, guys, for having me on board. Okay, we'll take 20. I I can't do math. I'm a beauty professional. Yeah, they panning. I do teeth whitening. I'm like, okay, there's some point where you got to draw a line. My biggest concern is longevity and making sure that you've got the best possible mechanical fit. If you're looking for a lash podcast that will challenge how you do lashes, build you up, and help you create a business that not only thrives, but allows you to live a life you're proud of, you've come to the right place. This is Lashcast, your friend in the lash industry. Hey, Smart Cookies, coming to you from the City of Roses. This is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey, Toss. Hey, Paul. What is up? What's up, dog? What's up, little pup? Oh, I know. Uh, I used to say that all the time with the kids. All the time. What's up, little pup? So we are here today to hit a couple more, well, um, questions or things that we see in the industry that should be addressed. Actually, it feels like flogging a dead horse. I mean, I think we've talked about both these things at some point, but today I think what we're going to do is we're going to hit it a little bit again. We're going to just repeat or come back. We're going to flog that horse even more. Yeah, why not? Why is, yeah, we don't want, actually, we always say, we don't want to flog the horse. We don't want to use terms about abusing animals. Like, what could we say? You know, skin a cat, flog a dead horse. What what could we say instead of flogging the horse? We don't want to beat me again with this idea. (laughs) I don't know. Beat a person. It's okay to hurt people, just not animals, right? Yeah, you know yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, can I tell you something? What? It was Fiona's birthday party theme when she when she was was it five or six? I don't remember. It was Seal. She wanted to do Baby Seal. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, she wanted to be a Baby Seal. Yeah. No, no. And so the cake that I made. Yeah. I made red velvet. So like oh. when you cut the seal open, it was red inside. Yeah. And then we had a seal pinata, right? And, and just, we were beating no, the no, seal. No, no, And I just couldn't help it. So I come out and the kids didn't realize this, but I had a park on with a fur, fur hood and, uh-huh. and, you know, I took the bat and we were doing the pinata on the, yeah. on the, it, the optics of that did not look did good. Did not look good. It, it looked very it looked incorrect. Like clubbing baby Beating seals. seals and we're eating seals with yes, bleeding. But it was a fantastic birthday yeah. party. We made little favors. You know what we made? I don't remember. Little, you don't remember baby? No. We made baby seals and we made them out of baby socks. <laughs> so if you need a theme for when your kids party is baby ba- seal beat party, baby seal party. Yeah, there you go. I, also, another party, I dressed up as a gingerbread man, and Fee said what she wanted for okay, her participation she was like four or five. It or was so. four, her fourth it's birthday like, party. I want dad to dress up as a gingerbread man, and we will chase him. No, no, no. This is what she said. She okay. said, Mom, what I want most of all is dad to dress up like a gingerbread man and chase me and my friends. That's right. I had to chase them. That's and, right. And I'm like, well, what about, what about this? Yeah, and what about, no, no, and, Mom. No. I want dad to dress up like a gingerbread man and chase me and my friends. <laughs> 
that's so you made a gingerbread man outfit and i chased the the kids around and then they finally chased and tackled me yeah and that was loads of fun anyhow let's (laughs) we're gonna cover two topics first we're going to talk about flonase and what is going on with flonase and people telling their clients to use it to deal with the allergy. And the second thing is dealing with this three glue dot thing that we see on Instagram where people take a glue dot and one will say like 24 hours, 10 hours, and two hours, or maybe no, 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 30 no. seconds. Let's first explain it this way. The yeah. post is like, listen to your lash artist and don't get your lashes wet well, 24 hours. Argument, because yeah. if you don't, look what happens. Look at the test that we did where we put water drops on glue existing dots. glue dots and see what happens to them. They're still gooey inside. They're yeah. still, you know, even after 24 hours, they're still Well, gooey. actually, 24 hours, it's usually... Solid. That's the point. It's you had to wait just twenty four hours. It's the ten hour, the two hour, the one hour, the thirty second, whatever it is, shows how the glue dot smears and and has. So all we're going to talk problems. about that. We're talking about both those. But as always, we have announcements. Hey guys. We have so many cool things for you to get involved in right now. First, we want to talk about Tusney's four-week lash retention course and style. I really want to emphasize that because it's not just about lash retention. It's also about teaching you a whole new way of styling. Like, Tusney doesn't use lash maps. In fact, lash maps are kind of limiting, the truth is. They are a one-size-fit-all solution or kind of like paint-by-numbers. And when you become a master lash artist, not even master, even when you're in your early stages, you should be applying certain principles to design so you don't have to worry about a certain number that you need to follow or map. You lay it out and all that. You just instinctively kind of read the eyes, see what they're doing, and design the right set that's perfect for that person. Because one of the things that you do when you're intuitively looking at lashes is that, I mean, if you're putting lashes on, you do the lash map and you say, this is where a 12 should be, this is where a 13 should be. If you're just putting those lengths on, regardless of what's going on in the client's natural lash line, you're not really doing a bespoke application. Exactly. Bespoke meaning like customized. What you want to do, ideally, is be able to take note of what is happening in the, the client's lash line and you choose your length according to where that lash is in the growth stage and where it is on the lash line where it's the top or bottom lash yeah so tussie 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 tuss what are you tuss's name by the way when she, i first met her was tussie now it's tuss tussie whatever total sidebar there no, don't call me tussie don't call don't tussie do if you see her don't go up and go, hey tussie she'll be like Rrr. she only people who knew her when she was like 10 can call her tussie no, it's not a name she loves. And one day we'll talk about the Stussy hat, but not today. Uh, so that all said, right now, all you need to do is you need to sign up so you can learn how to style like Tuss and get that full retention. And we have four dates for you. March 18th, 19th in Vegas. That's coming up quick. So you need to buy those tickets today. May 6th and 7th in New York. June 17th, 8th. 17th, 18th in Austin, Texas. And lastly, we just added July 8th and 9th in all places, Honolulu and Hawaii or Oahu. So we're excited to go and do that. And we're going to be teaming up twice with Lash Bash. So that'll be in New York and, and the Hawaii. We'll be doing teaming up with Lash Bash. So you can take your class in the evening. It, you have to pay separate for their event, but we're doing it at the same time so you can get both. So you come get training, and then after that, go network and meet a lot of cool people. And we also have payment plans. Next, LashCon tickets will be coming up, God willing, late March. We also have another big opportunity in April. We're going to be at the 
premiere show in Anaheim. Basically, we're calling it LashCon Extension, where we're going to be basically teaching technique, lash technique. Allie Lilly, Kim James, Tusney, Ruthie Bell, and Tress Larson are all going to be teaching different things you can let, get about lash technique, upgrade your t- lashing. And it's like 75 bucks to get into the trade show. And then you can come out and hang with us for two days. So it's a really amazing deal. We're also going to be speaking at Lash Fest really soon in the March Lash Boss Summit in April. And then the Orlando premiere show is going to be June 3rd through the 5th, where we're going to be basically doing LashCon extension there also. But that will be in Orlando, June 3rd through 5th, with a whole different speaker lineup. Those details will come soon. And then what else? Oh, yeah. And then we have our June 25th party coming up in IBS. And that's going to be with Shelby from Last Boss Radio. Can't wait to hang out with you guys and do that. All right. Let's get into it today. Let's talk about, well, we got two big topics. First, let's talk about Flonase. And what happens, or someone recently reached out to me and said, hey, I see people recommending Flonase. And putting Flonase on people's lashes if they have the allergy. So instead of right after the appointment's done, I guess, or maybe it's before the appointment's done. I actually didn't ask some. I haven't seen it. It's after. They just say, you just put a little Flonase on the eyes and it takes away the allergy. Okay. We're talking about contact dermatitis, which is swelling that happens after getting lash extensions. We know that some people get that. And if you know that your client has that, some people, you know, reached out and said, hey, is it okay to do this? Putting it on the lash line yep. because it's supposed to help with that. And we consulted our in-house uh, specialist about this. Dr. Warren Stout. Yes. And here's the thing. Any physician worth their salt is not going to tell you that you can use something, a medication that is... That's not intended for. Yeah, it's not intended for. It's called off-labeling. Yeah, they're not going to tell you that because there's so much liability. They get mm-hmm. nothing out of it, and it just opens them up to misuse. If you use something incorrectly for the wrong thing, there's no upside on that, right? Well, there's so- no coverage for insurance, right? I mean, you literally went against the recommended use by the product, and you did it for something else. And if something goes wrong, the product's not liable. Because you recommend it to be used for something it shouldn't be used. So the person who is liable is the person who recommended what to use, right? I don't know if they're liable for that, but... I mean, why wouldn't they be? If I tell you to use, drink, have take cyanide, I'm like, I think cyanide will help you with a headache. And you're like, okay... And then you die. I think your family would have a case. Okay, of no. Okay, wait a minute. You're just walking down the street, and some guy says, "Hey, take sign and you take it, and you can't like go. I'm just go after them. I'm just saying. That guy said he's like a homeless guy on the street. Well, saying, why did you listen to that guy? I know. I'm just saying. I'm using an extreme example to make a point. I'm just okay. saying that if you're recommending something and something goes wrong and it's off label, like the insurance, the company says, don't put. It never said you should put this on your eyes. Yeah. Well, first of all, right? we all know that we cannot, as beauty professionals, give medical advice because yes. it's beyond the scope of our expertise. But what we can do is talk about problems or situations that can occur or that are common to lash extensions, what those things look like and how those things are typically treated. We're not diagnosing them. We're saying that this is what it looks like and this is what you can do to fix it. It's not a recommendation, but it is information, which is actually responsible. If somebody came to you and got their lashes done and you didn't say anything, you didn't advise them of the risks or how to take care of them afterwards, that's not conscious. That's irresponsible. That's not professional. Well, let's get to that in a second. Let's first close this loop because it's not a long discussion on this whole idea of using Flonase. Because the thing is this. With Flonase, Flonase, we asked Dr. Stout because, again, we can't give any medical advice here. But when we talked to Dr. Stout and we said, would you recommend using this? He said, no, no, absolutely not because it's not intended to be used on the eyes. Now, he did say also, if you remind me or correct me, 
It probably is safe. It probably has no... Yeah, this is not a recommendation, yeah. right? This is not a recommendation. You said it, it sounds like it would work. It sounds like it might possibly, you know, and it's hard to say because you don't have the yeah. patient in front of you. It sounds like it would be something reasonable. However, yeah. it is not an endorsement. He said, I am not saying to do this. I'm actually telling you not to use yeah. this because it's, it's not intended. It's never been tested. We don't know the long-term effects. There's so many things that are unknown about it that putting your nose is a pretty, vol- or I guess, a sensitive place. Putting your eyes is actually on the skin. seems less problematic, but... Again, we don't know anything. Uh, again, no. like the FDA, it does require those kinds of tests. Yes, For example, exactly. okay, so let's talk a little bit about what off-label means, yeah. right? Off-label means, okay, so for example, one of those fillers or injectables is called Sculptra. And what it does, it's an injection very much like Restylane or Juvederm. It goes underneath the skin, injected subcutaneously, and it helps build collagen. It's made of these little microspheres and in your body uh, builds a collagen matrix around it. And so it lasts a lot longer. It lasts up to two years as opposed to hyaluronic acid, which is just absorbed by the body. The thing is that it was originally developed and made for patients who had HIV. And this was early on in the the 90s where they would get a hollowed out look and they kind of would be outed that they had this debilitating illness. And so they made this medication or injectable that would fill out that hollowness in the, in the skin. So for a long time, it was only labeled for people who had HIV, but people used it off label because they knew that it built collagen. And now Mm. I think it's approved for that. It's the same thing with Botox. Botox in the very beginning, they knew that you could use it for excessive sweating, hyperhidrosis, or migraines, but it wasn't labeled for that. I think it is now, but... Yeah. So Flonase in this case, right now, this is off-label. And maybe if you go to a doctor and a doctor recommends you do it, okay, you can follow the doctor's recommendations. But if you don't get a doctor prescribing this, so to speak, right now you're taking huge liability So what, I mean, what you could do is tell your client... I don't recommend this, by the way. I know. I don't recommend this. We'll talk about that in a second. Is that you say, I heard that it's possible that this is a solution, but you have to talk to your doctor and ask them. No, I would 100% do that. I'd be like, look, I've seen some stuff online. I think you should talk to a doctor. I have a better option, but if you also want to try the Flonase, you can, but you need to get that doctor's recommendation to use and that. Here's I would, another I thing that what it. you could do. Like I've heard that if you want to get rid of a wart, you just peel a potato skin, walk backwards and throw it over your shoulder. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I mean, again, I think we're belittling now the Flonase. The Flonase is, I think, much more effective than yes, throwing that over yes, your shoulder yes. we, from what we've heard. No, let me tell you, I'm going to tell you something that's even better. It's a surefire. Yeah. And if you follow this, you know this saying and before we do i just want to make sure people understand where we stand just 100 we flonase may work but i have not tested but it we have not tested ourselves dr stout says it may work he has not tested it himself and he's not recommending it I but want he to is not recommending he's 100 said do not use it for that because you're using it off label and it's not been proved for that and that's where you're taking liability and chances it could be harmful because it could maybe it's not short term but maybe five years of doing that it has Terrible oh, no, effects. He said we it, don't know. It might, it, because it's not made for the eye area, it might be very irritating. Yeah. So that all said, then if you've been not heard about this, we should want every like once a year have this. What should you do, Tess? What do we do recommend? All smart cookies know this. It's only a two-minute conversation that you have with every client, and it's going to solve your problem and make you super smart and really build trust with your client. And what you say is this. You have to say, now it's at the, at the point of the, the conversation where you've, you're doing a consult. 
Now we have to talk about the possibility of developing contact dermatitis, right? Yep. What is contact dermatitis? It's swollen lids 24 hours after your appointment, okay? And if you have it, it's a very easy fix. You have to see a doctor, and you tell the doctor two things. I may have contact dermatitis, and I need a prescription for a topical steroid. Now, they'll prescribe an ointment. Yeah, get an ointment, not an eye drop. Yeah, because it stays on the skin longer. And you're just going to put that ointment like it were liquid eyeliner, and you just drag it across the lash line. And you, you might have to use it for a couple of days, two or three days. You're not using it for a whole month, but it's going to take about 50% of that swelling away the first day immediately. And so you can keep the lashes. Okay. Yeah. So again, let's review that real quick. Let's talk about the possibility of developing contact dermatitis. It's swollen lids 24 hours after your service. If you get this, if that's you, it's a very easy fix. Do not worry. You have to see a doctor. It can be any doctor. And you can tell that doctor two things. It, when I say any doctor, it could be urgent care. It could be an optometrist. Best is optometrist because if you go to urgent care or a regular doctor, sometimes they, they, often, say, they don't care. Take those things off and here's some yeah. antibiotics. Uh, yeah, That's why I want you to tell them yeah. two things. And what those two things are, I may have contact dermatitis because it clues them into what it is. And second of all, I need a prescription for a topical steroid safe for the eye area. Okay? And that's in the United States. Other countries, it may be different. So UK, But you have that conversation. You have that conversation. And we also say you should set this up ahead of time. Go meet your local optometrist and get to know them and tell them your situation and see if they'd be willing to That's ideal. But if you haven't done that yet, just start doing this. It is going to up your game. And if you don't do this... You're not allowed to call yourself a smart cookie. Oh, is now I'm throwing down threatening the gauntlet. People, threatening yes, people. you're not really a smart cookie. I always find threatening gets my way all the time. <laughs> okay, sorry. Should I not say that? No, it's okay. All it's right. all right. We need you mean once in a while. You're not mean enough. Can I be mean like that? Yeah, you can be mean You don't like get that. to call yourself a smart cookie. All right. Let's talk about the next thing. We have the three dot example that we see online where people are trying to prove to you that you should not get your lashes wet for 24 hours because look at these dots Mm -hmm. if the 24 hour dot that's been there all night is hard as a rock but the other ones are all soft and mushy and look what this is what's happening to your lashes you should follow that rule if you're lashing giants right yes using huge no no if you're putting that amount of glue on one extension in one location, yes, you should wait that. But yeah. that is not how much we're using. We are using the smallest minuscule amount. So what they should do is dip an extension into the adhesive and swipe that amount onto the pad and then put the water on it and yeah. see how that cures. Actually, I would do that. I would do uh, take three swipes. In fact, we should just write this and do this thing. You have the one that's been there for 24 hours, one that's been there for, like, let's say, three hours, and the one that's only been there for, let's say, 30 minutes or maybe a, a cu- five minutes. And you put those three swipes, you know, and you mark the time, you clock it, and then what happens? You, you pour water in it, and guess what, guys? 100% guarantee, no difference yeah. between any of them. So pick up the amount that you normally do. Don't yeah. over pick up. Just pick up the amount that you normally use to bond. I prefer a lot more adhesive because I think that more adhesive gives you a stronger bond and yeah. it wraps all the way around. But even that said, you know, even if I use twice as much as everybody else, it's still going to be, a, it's still going to cure real super fast. It's so. su- super fast. And that's the part they don't understand. The other thing is know. it's actually technically, if we're going to be really comparative about this, 
a dot isn't as indicative as a swipe would be because again, a swipe is going to spread that adhesive out over a longer surface area, which means it's going to cure faster. Yeah. So maybe instead of doing a dot there, swipe it. And then spread that as well, adhesive out. I thought, yeah, I is thought that maybe you, yeah, that's okay. what I said. Well, let's be clear. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. You should. This is the test. Everyone, right now, your homework today is to take three dots, put one out, and then work. And then maybe an hour before you wrap up, do another one, and that will be the one hour one. And then right after you finish your client, swipe it again, and then wait five minutes whatever time frame you want, and then go ahead and put three dots of water on those and see if all of a sudden the one that's been there for a minute or for five minutes smears like a hot mess and has all sorts of issues. By the way, the other thing they don't explain is, okay, so that little dot smears, what does that mean? Does that mean that the glue doesn't work? Because we do know this. It still cures. It still cures. You can actually, they use this in underwater aquariums. They use cyanoraculates in aquariums to connect uh, the, um, yeah. the, what do you call it? The, so here's the thing. If wait, it's, finish my thought there. The, the coral. The, the coral, live coral. Thank you. I'm thinking like fish or something. No one's like, you're f- gluing fish together? You know, the fish tank no, uh, the, doodads. The coral. So the, when, you clo- when you do the, and this is while fish are in the tank, which is really like crazy because wait a minute, you got fish in there and you live got fish. live fish and you're, you, how does it lock? It does guys. It just works underwater. It's an extremely effective glue in many different type of environments. So anyhow, go ahead. What was your other thought you were going to say about before I just jumped and ignored you or not ignored, but you were, you barked at me. Well, you weren't finished. My, I was like, sorry. Was like, like, you see, this is where we need video. So you can see us sometimes interact. And you're like, wow, Paul and Tush are oh, sending so you second signals all the time. we need video. Did you? Yes, we do. Is it, you heard it. My uh, cookies. Yes. He said, Yes, we need YouTube. We need YouTube. That's coming. It is coming. I have been I promise saying this you. for a long time. I, I think by summer we will be set up with our studio, with cameras, and it'll be fun. It'll be cool. You get to see us actually interact and how we – actually, we'll have to be more careful because we're always sending each other signals while we're talking like, hey, you screwed up that. Or, don't say that. Or, <laughs> or when I say something really dumb, you look at me and I like, look at him. Oh, oh my gosh. I married this guy. So I can't remember what I was going to say. Oh, well. I guess it's, we'll just have to move on because – Basically, we have your clients coming soon. Oh, is she? Yeah. We always, lately, we've been ending these like, oh, Tussa's client's here. Bye, guys. I know. <laughs> I know. Well, I know that everyone knows what that feels like. Well, I was reviewing the three-dot thing about we, you guys have homework now, and the glue, basically, if you put the water on it, it basically doesn't Oh, what I was going to say was if you use that amount of adhesive, like a full dot amount, like for a full application – and it's not cured. It's not going to hold the eyelash with any amount of movement or whatever. It's it's going to come off. I mean, all of us, I'm sure, have had the experience where you're trying to glue two things together with cyanoacrylate, mm-hmm. like big things, like two sticks together or something yeah. like that. Or fix I've glued it. shoes. I've done all sorts of stuff with glass glue. And then you stick it together and it doesn't stick all the way because it hasn't cured enough because there's a lot more adhesive that you're using. Yeah. So if you're using that much adhesive, the fact that the glue is not curing is, is the least of your problems because that extension is going to be falling off, right? So Exactly. In fact, that's where you're going to get stickies too right because yeah, you put so much glue on there and they're going to get stuck together and you're going to walk away it just doesn't happen so guys. the post is like you know thought provoking and it's supposed to be like hey don't do this thing but you know what there's so much more leeway than we give ourselves credit for don't put rules on people don't create fear the proof right? is in the pudding when you lash every day just try it one time just if you're right now one of those still holding out i don't want with lashes i don't want to do any of that stuff you know what just Find a model, find a friend, and at the end of the appointment, rinse them like we say with saline, and you'll find out nothing. The retention will not be hurt. 
it won't have, in fact, it'll end the eyes of the client or the model will be more, um, won't be dried out. They'll actually be more comfortable, be a nice way to finish the service. And also you get rid of any particulates if there is anything around there. It's just a nice way to do it. And you don't have to worry about their lashes all falling off like a week later because someone has posted a video with glue dots that get all mushy with water. That's not what's happening in the lash line. So everything else, I think that we covered That's it, good. right? All right, cool. Well, guys, thank you so much. I think we're done. That's a wrap. We are out of here. Please follow us on Instagram at LashCast and at the Lash Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. On behalf of my Lash Glue Dot Tusney, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. 